Hey guys, happy Wednesday. Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. This week's story comes from Aradai. In high school and college, she suffered from depression, and Lin-Manuel Miranda's music became her refuge. This is a story about survival, hope, and hunger. Aradai shows us that joy and healing can creep up in the most unexpected places. Stay tuned to hear her story. I want you to breathe all this in. This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. So I had gone through like legitimately the worst year of my life and I was in really bad depression. The problem was that I was sick and that I was really, really sad. And not even sad, I was numb. I had gone through a really bad friend breakup and had like lost someone who had been in my life for like 10 years. And suddenly that person was gone. And so I was just like broken, I guess is a way to do it. And adrift, like I felt like I was constantly floating in pieces. Not even that I had fallen apart, but that I was constantly falling apart. And there were maybe two or three things that I really was like still following. And one of those things was Hamilton because I, loved Lin-Manuel, like been in love with Lin-Manuel since high school and had heard about Hamilton when it was supposed to be a mixtape. And so he was tweeting about Hamilton and he was like, you know what would be really, really dope? A mixtape about Hamilton. I don't know who Alexander Hamilton is at this point. I'm sure I had heard his name before, but he was not a significant person in my history learning. Like, who is that? And so I was so in love with the memoirs. Not like romantically, but like inspiration wise. And so when he was like, Alexander Hamilton Musical, I was like, okay. And then I saw the first song and I was like, okay, all right, yes, where is the rest of this mixtape? I was so excited because it was so smart. The way he rhymes, the way he mixes the hip hop. Like, it didn't even matter that I couldn't eat properly (laughs) during that time. But, like, I was able to be able to grab my earphones, plug them into my computer, get the bootleg, illegally recorded, no shame, copy of the previews at the public, and listen all the way through. And then when the actual album came out, I did the same thing. I listened to it over and over again. Just not able to like do anything and then when things got really bad just like super bad i would just turn on hamilton for a good three hours i was guaranteed a little bit of relief so i went back to spelman college in atlanta and we had just gotten a new president dr mary schmidt campbell it was her first year and i'm told that she loves the musical that i love and i'm like no She's wonderful. I need to meet this woman. She's so great. So two weeks later, we get an email saying Dr. Campbell is taking students to see Hamilton. And I'm like, I don't don't even remember where I was. I just remember like almost collapsing. Like seriously, just like filled out the application right there because you had to do this long lottery application write an essay on why you deserve to be there, (laughs) talk about your interests and your hobbies and all of this. It was like real intense. 
understandably, like only 25 students could go. I fill out my application. Try to not sound desperate, but also desperate. Try to ride that line so they know I really want to go, but also like not sound crazy. Try not to really put my obsession with Noelle <laughs> in there. Try to keep it pretty far. The next week, we get the information about who made it, and I was on the list. I was like crying and I was like so upset and I called my mom and I was like I didn't make it I'm not gonna get to go and the way it worked you didn't just get to go to see the show you got to be part of the class that was reading the biography that the musical is based on do discussion based classes on the book and then go see it and I was like that sounds like the coolest thing ever because I'm a writer and I'm a dork Meanwhile, I was working with the Women's Center, and I was part of Tony K. Bambara Writer, Scholar, Activist Conference, and a few other things in the Women's Center. So I was everywhere. Like, I was at every, almost every event, not just to watch things, but to help. And so was Dr. Campbell, because she was new to school and was having meetings with departments, and so... I had seen her maybe three or four times and I would wave and say hello and like try to get to know her a little bit. By then I was like, Hamilton is not gonna happen. So we had this big department meeting for women's studies. We're all at the round table. Dr. Campbell comes in and we just start talking about the women's studies department. We ended up dispersing and leaving and I don't even remember how, but I ended up on the elevator with Dr. Campbell and I was like talking to her and joking with her and I had asked her about Hamilton and I said, I really, really, really want to be part of the class. But she was like, I don't know if there's going to be enough room. I know room is like a really big concern right now. And I was like, I will sit on the floor. I don't need a chair. I just want to read the book and talk about it because I, I think that's going to be a really cool conversation. And I want to be part of that conversation. So she was like, email me, CC these people. And so I CC'd them and I emailed her. It said the same thing. I was like, hi, I want to be a part of the class. I just want to read the book and talk about it. I don't mind sitting on the floor. They say you might be providing dinner. I have dinner. I can come late after y'all eat. Like it's, I, can, I just want to be an addendum to this class. Please consider it. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and so I get an email, I think the next day, saying that they were so impressed by how much I clearly wanted it, like how much I clearly wanted to be a part of the class. So to come in and pick up my Hamilton book, so it's going to be part of the class. And I was really excited. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so great. I can't wait to read the book and discuss it with my small sisters. It's going to be so great. I come in to, read, to pick up the book at Student Affairs. And the woman's just like, you're the one who emailed us? I remember you. I read your email. You were like, so passionate and that's why I'm so happy to tell you that not only are you going to be part of the class but you're also going to Hamilton with us and I started screaming and crying people turned around they were like what's going on is someone dying she was just like oh my god and you could tell she was so happy to see me so happy <laughs> you really wanted this and so it was one of those things that was keeping me alive 
that was really it was like okay so you have to make it until January because you have to watch Hamilton and by then I was a lot better so it worked out and then I saw it and it was it was perfect it was so great so we got to meet the author of the biography we had dinner with the author and he was so nice he was talking to us about the book and he was like are y'all going to meet the cast and we were like are we? Are we going to meet the cast? Dr. Campbell was like, no. <laughs> no, we're here to see the show. He was like, hold on. And he does the taxi thing on his phone. And he's like, y'all are going to see the cast after the show. And so after the show, we're sitting in the front two rows and we meet the cast, including Lin-Manuel Miranda. And so someone had to hold my hand because I really was just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Lin-Manuel Miranda is in front of me. And he was just as articulate and brilliant in person. And all of them were, like, it was an indescribable. It was just such a great way to end my senior year at Spelman. It was so amazing. And for me, it just really taught me, even in the darkest moments, there can be something spectacular <laughs> that just crops out out of nowhere, just happens. It's a weird, it gets better story. <laughs> But yeah, kind of like that, it gets better. And so for me, Hamilton, by virtue of being something I wanted to hear for eight years, gave me a, something to hang on to and to stop floating for a bit. Three hours of like hearing something that you love helps. Just, it helps. Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. Be sure to check out this episode's description for musical credits. And if you like what you just heard, head to youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side to subscribe to our newsletter and unlock access to exclusive videos, behind-the-scenes interviews, and specially curated music. That's youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side. Peace.